Hello and welcome to another episode of the Troy Francis podcast with me, Troy Francis. It is Monday the 21st of October and I'm coming at you live. Well, I'm recording it, but you know what I mean. I'm coming at you from a shopping center, a shopping mall for my American friends, somewhere in London. I can't give away the exact location, otherwise I might be assassinated by my uh, Tradcon or other enemies in the uh, in the space. But uh, I am in a shopping mall somewhere in the city of London. And it's kind of a weird experience recording in public. This is the second one I've done in public now. I did one in a technology store a couple of weeks back, if you remember, uh, which was uh, in the stores in public. And uh, I'm doing it again now, and I'm surrounded by people who are unsuspecting, who are out eating fast food, having uh, you know burgers, uh, chicken wings, pizza, drinking soft drinks, reading the paper, chatting with friends, and little do they know that in their midst is a, a renegade of the, of, of the sphere. I'd, actually, I don't even like saying manosphere now, but you know what I mean. A renegade of the underground red pill men's movement who's recording shocking material into his computer as they just sit there innocently having lunch. Uh, not really. I don't think this one's going to be too shocking for you guys, but I hope it's going to be very useful because what I'm going to be talking about today is neediness and how to stop being so damn needy. And this applies to girls and dating, but it also applies equally in business and in social relations with other guys as well. So really, really important stuff. And we will be diving into that topic in a moment. First off, though, just a bit of a note on the uh, commercial stuff, the stuff that's going on at the moment. So you can still get my pack of 10 books about dating, game, seduction, the sexual marketplace, all of that great stuff. It's uh, for just $39. So the full value of all the information in there is $250, but you can get it for $39 at the moment, which, to be frank, is pretty ridiculous, but... That's just the kind of guy I am. I guess I'm just generous. Maybe I'm too giving. I don't know. But anyway, you can get that pack uh, at the moment. It's called Renegade Dating Blueprint. Uh, you get PDFs of 10 of my uh, best books, really, in this in this area about dating, game, productivity, um, the sexual marketplace, and so on. So I would encourage you to click the link below in the description and get hold of that pack because I will have to amend that price upwards at some point in the future. So get get onto that while you can is my advice to you. Uh, also, I'd like you to join my email list. So I have a, an email list that goes out every day, Monday to Friday. It's a free article, goes into your inbox, and it's usually about dating. It's usually about the sexual marketplace. It's usually about girls. Uh, but also increasingly about productivity, about business, and just about how to have an awesome libertine-type life, which I know all you guys out there are craving. So get on board with that, uh, join the email, and you, you get a link also to get the, the books for, the, um, for that price, which is actually 85% off the full value of those, of those books, by the way, Renegade Dating Blueprint. Uh, so do that, and also, please, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and hit the notifications button. Give me a like as well. 
why not throw that in there also but but do hit subscribe because it really helps me i'm really building the audience on youtube at the moment uh, i'm putting out a lot of content on there as you will will know and uh yeah you, you want to be kept up to date with all the latest stuff if you're listening to this somewhere else like on soundcloud or on uh, apple uh podcasts or wherever then do when you get a moment head over to youtube and uh check out my profile there you can listen to the podcast on YouTube every week, um, as well as video content also, and do hit that subscribe button for me. Very, very much appreciated. Thank you to everyone who has supported me and the channel and my work so far. And every, everyone who's bought a book, everyone who's bought Renegade Dating Blueprint, anyone who messages me, emails me, tweets me, whatever, I am really, really grateful. And I'm doing it for you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Anyway, I hope that didn't sound too needy because now I'm going to get into talking about neediness. Now, I wrote uh, an email about this today, actually. So if you're not on my email list, if it's, as I say, it's Monday the 21st. If you're listening to this in the afternoon, get on the email list because the email goes out at uh, 11 p.m. GMT, which I think works out at uh, 6 p.m. Um, EST, Eastern Time, New York Time. Uh, there or thereabouts. Anyway, so get onto that uh, email so you can get the article, which is going to be on this topic. Uh, so you get some written content on this as well. But I'm just going to talk you through it now because I think it's really, really important. And it kind of dovetails into something else that I've been thinking about just recently. So neediness then, it's a, it's a, it's a bad thing, okay? Basically, it's a bad thing. You, you probably know that already, but if you don't, um, let me just leave you in no doubt whatsoever that being needy is not good it's a turn off in relationships girls don't like it it makes you look weak it makes you look powerless indecisive lacking in options unmanly all of those things that you don't want to look and it's also bad in other situations as well if you're too needy in a work situation or a social situation you're also going to lose the respect of the person that you are trying probably to impress so I can give an example of this myself. I sometimes have guys contacting me and they want to do work with me or they want to, I don't know, partner up with some sort of business thing or something. And I mean, you know, I'll listen to, to all of, of those suggestions, but generally speaking, I like to do my own thing. I like to, uh, you know, uh, go my own way, as it were. And, um, you know, I work with some contractors on a on a sort of job by job basis but in general I like to kind of do everything myself because I'm a bit of a you know control freak like that and I want to keep all the money as well so there you go um and sometimes guys can be a bit needy in terms of just trying to sort of I don't know befriend you trying to sort of um ingratiate themselves insinuate their way into your into your life and, and your business and so on and it has to be done skillfully because no doubt I've tried to do similar things myself in the past and with different degrees of success and I'm not saying that it, it can't work but you've just got to be careful if you come over as needy it's going to put the other person off and this is not even in a dating situation this is in a business situation so it can have actual effects on your income it can have effects on your bottom line as well if you're coming across as too needy it is not a good thing but let's face it particularly with girls particularly with girls it's just it's just a really really bad thing it's going to turn them off it's going to stop you from getting opportunities that you could otherwise have got and it's going to get you dumped when you're with girls that you really like because you are going to be 
showing that neediness and it's going to put her off and she's going to say, no way, Jose, I'm going to go for the chat over there who displays no neediness and is outcome dependent, independent rather, sorry, and is yeah, just doing his own thing and he doesn't need my approval. He doesn't need me. This is the important thing. So let's now consider a portrait of what neediness might look like in terms of dating. So say that you see this incredibly beautiful girl. Say you're in the coffee shop or you're in the nightclub or wherever it is, you're in the swimming pool. Actually, maybe swimming pool games, not so much to be recommended. You're in the gym whatever, I don't know, it doesn't matter. You see this incredibly beautiful girl, and so you're, you're, you're like, okay, right, I'm gonna screw up all of my courage, and I'm gonna go and talk to her, and I'm gonna try to make something happen. So, you screw that courage up, you're like, right, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna boss it, I'm gonna be the alpha, and you walk across, you walk up, you introduce yourself, you say that she looks nice, and you're keen to get to know her, start having a conversation, you exchange phone numbers, and then you go on a, out on a date. And the date goes very, very well. And as a consequence of that date, you end up going on another date, you end up sleeping together, and she becomes your girlfriend. You start to go out with each other. You become uh, a bit of an item. Oh, okay, so far, so good, absolutely fantastic. But, and this is the killer, right, because you are needy. And because she's so incredibly beautiful, perhaps she's the most good-looking girl that you've ever come into contact with, that you've ever had a relationship with, that you've ever dated. What that means is that you value her and you don't want to lose her. And so that comes through in every aspect of your behavior. And she picks up on it. So it's just little things. There'll be little things at first and it will probably grow. Because neediness is actually Lindy. I don't know if Taleb in his book, or Nassim Taleb in his, um, in his book about um, anti-fragility, talks about this idea of Lindy, which is something that gets stronger the longer it goes on for. And I'm not sure if he talks about it in a negative sense or not. I mean, he, he generally he's talking about it in a positive sense. You know, a company that lasts, uh, the longer a company lasts, the longer it's likely to last, that type of thing. But I guess it could work in a negative sense as well, um, in that the, the longer that you're needy for and the longer that neediness goes on for, the stronger your neediness also gets, which is a very bad thing. Um, so how does it work? Well, say, you know, you want to spend as much time with her as possible. So instead of going off and doing different hobbies, instead of going off and chilling with friends and things like that, what you do instead is you make more and more excuses so that you could spend time with her. Mm. Delicious drink of water there, a bit of hydration. Uh, yeah, you, you make excuses so that you can spend more time with her. You make excuses or find reasons rather to message her the whole time. So you're messaging her on WhatsApp and then over on Instagram, you're liking her pictures, you're sending her messages about her stories all of this kind of thing. You are trying to keep the contact pretty much constant because you can't bear the thought of what she might be doing behind your back if you don't check in with her. Now, at first, this kind of thing could seem to the girl as being kind of endearing. You know, she might like the attention. Obviously, we know girls tend to like attention. So, you know, it can be nice at first. But after a while, she's going to 
she's going to twitch. She's going to figure out where this is coming from. And it's not coming from a place of power. It's not coming from a place of you giving freely of yourself to her. Instead, it's quite the opposite in the sense that you want something from her. You want assurance from her and you are seeking that assurance continually by keeping up this constant contact with her, this pinging her all the time, this making excuses to chat with her, this making excuses to go and see her and spend time with her. Now, as I say, she will twig and she will realize that this is a product of neediness rather than strength. Now, what's that going to do? Well, unfortunately, that's going to push her away. Now, this is one of these quite counterintuitive things about dating, about seduction, about sexual attraction that perhaps, you know, we, we wouldn't initially think was the case because the way that we're brought up or the way that the media teaches us about relationships and the way that men and women interrelate, we're of the opinion that all you have to do is shower somebody with attention, shower somebody with love, um, your time, your affection, you know, being, you know, being all over her all the time and she's going to love that and she's going to love you more so that's what we're trained to do as guys just by the the way romantic comedies are sitcoms i don't know cheesy self cheesy advice from you know blue pill dating coaches all that kind of thing we're told that we need to give girls lots of attention and they will like us for it now unfortunately that's actually not true the the, the real the reality of the situation is that yes they like the attention but they're not going to reward you for it. Um, and in fact, in a rather sick, kind of twisted, inverted way, the less attention you pay her, the more she's going to be into you. So why is that? Well, here's the thing, right? When you're paying her a lot of attention, you are making it very clear that there's a hierarchy here and that you are not at the top of it. But in fact, she is. Because what your behavior is saying is basically you are incredibly importance to me. Now, I have to pause here and make it clear that I'm not saying that after a certain period of time, that isn't appropriate or even a, not, uh, even a good way to be. Because, because yes, I mean, if you are in a serious relationship with somebody or whatever, then they should be really important to you. And yes, of course, there's a time and a place and there's a way to express that. But particularly early on, particularly if you're in a dating scenario with a girl or, or even a got even worse, a, a fuck buddy situation with a girl. You don't want to come across as needy because it's, it's not going to endear her. It's not going to endear you to her. It's actually going to have the opposite effect because she's there thinking, well, okay, this dude is obsessed with me. This dude is so into me. Why are his options so limited? That's going to be the subconscious question that comes into her head. Because if you imagine the sort of, I don't know, the alpha Chad character who has options all coming out of his ears he's got girls lining up to spend time with him he's got his his phone is getting blown up by girls messaging him his instagram his dms are filled with cute girls messaging him etc this is the kind of guy that girls want to be with and how is that guy going to behave is he going to be messaging her the whole time is he going to be all over her is he going to be liking every single picture you know sending her those cheesy good night messages and good morning messages ringing her when she's at work, all this kind of thing. Is he going to be doing all of those things, particularly early on? Well, unlikely, because, you know, he's he's not needy, because he has other options. Now, that's not to say that he's necessarily taking up those options, 
and having sex with those other girls or, or dating those other girls or anything. Maybe he isn't, but the options are there. And so that causes the pressure to come off for him. He doesn't act in this needy way. And that signals high value. So if you are behaving in a needy way, then you're signaling low value. And that is not doing any, any favors. Now, yeah, sure. You know, she may, she may be, be, be fine with it at first. She may think it's kind of cute or funny or endearing or whatever. But after a little while, it's going to start to cloy. It's going to start to get a bit too much. And the real fundamental reason for that is she's going to start to question your value in relation to hers. She's going to start to think, well, actually, this dude is so hung up on me. Clearly, he doesn't have any other options. Is I'm clearly the best that he can do. Is he the best that I can do? Or could I, in fact, get somebody who's better a bit higher up the chain who's therefore is going to have more options and that's when the connection starts to get a little bit shaky that's when the um uh that's when her attraction to you is going to start to become endangered a little bit because she is thinking well is this dude really all that or have i perhaps gone a little bit hastily here should i perhaps be looking for somebody uh who's a bit superior to him in the marketplace okay so you've got to be very very careful about this and too much neediness too much in fact too much is is never a good thing less is always more in terms of dating in terms of messaging in terms of uh creating contacts in terms of spending time together you know you have to get out of this mindset that you are you meet this beautiful amazing girl and then you're up in her dms the whole time or you're hanging out with her the whole time you need to have some space in between you. And there are many, many other reasons for it, by the way, aside from just um, this thing about attraction. But perhaps importantly, on a podcast like this, I should emphasize that it is going to have a negative impact on her attraction to you if you engage in these sorts of behaviors. So don't do it. Okay, so the thing is, though, now we've talked about what neediness is, how it manifests itself. Why are you needy? Why do you do this thing? Why do you engage in these sorts of behaviors? Because I know that some of you listening to this are going to be going, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. I've, I do that. I know that I do it. I wish I didn't. It's really stupid, but that's just the way I'm white. That's just the way I am. And the reason I know that is because I've been like that myself in my life. And I can tell you on that basis, the reason that you are like that and what you can do about it. So the reason that you're needy, the reason that you're like that is because you think that you lack options. And okay, in part, that's options in the dating marketplace. In part, you think I have to hang on to this girl because I, I can't get anybody else. You know, it took me six months to, to pull this girl. How am I going to just go and get another one? You know, so there's that. But I want to put that to one side for today because that's that's been talked about a lot. And guys will say, well, you know, you just need to date other women and then there'll be less pressure and you won't be needy with, with that one girl and everything. And yeah, I mean, okay, there's some truth in that. But let's put that to one side because that's not so much what I'm talking about today. I want to talk about something on a much more elemental level. And I'm not saying, you know, maybe... You, you really like this girl, you, you just want to be with that girl. Well, okay, fine. I'm not saying that you have to go and spin plates. Um, let's look at it on a slightly deeper level. On, on that deeper level, the cause of your neediness is that you are not enough your own person. You are not enough your own person. In other words, you're not self-actualized. You are 
in a sense, addicted to her. And addiction comes along because nature abhors a vacuum. So the reason generally that people get addicted to something, to alcohol, to drugs, to processes like uh, eating, controlling eating, spending money, gambling, whatever it is, is because there is something lacking in them. They don't have a spiritual center. They have a hole in the soul. And when you find yourself engaging in these kinds of behaviors with women, what it indicates is that you are lacking something in your own life. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can go with this. One way is spiritually, and it may well be that you are lacking spiritually in your life. Um, And I don't want to make this into a podcast about spirituality. That's perhaps something we can discuss in another episode. But I will just put it out there that for me, when I stopped using alcohol and I stopped using drugs, I had to get my spiritual life into gear in some way. And it's a work in progress. You know, it's progress, not perfection. But you need to have some sort of spiritual center to your life. And of course, it's well, it's well commented on that uh, we live in a very secular society. We live in consumerism has become the new God. Um, you know, Instagram likes are more important than, um, you know, we don't have organized religion. We have, we have Instagram likes and we have buying things on credit and all the rest of it. So you need to look at that aspect of your life because if there's a hole in your soul, it's, it's likely ultimately to be a spiritual hole. However, there is another component to this, and it probably goes along with the spiritual thing as well. But basically, you are you are in some way lacking in purpose. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Well, what else are you doing in your life apart from hanging out with this particular girl? What else are you doing in your life apart from thinking whether you should text her or not, or if you're going to hang out with her on Tuesday night? Because think about it like this: if you imagine a top professional athlete if you think about Usain Bolt for example is he is it likely that he was when he was um before he became very famous and started to win all all of his medals do you think it's very likely that he was sitting there going oh my god what about this girl am I going to text her is she going to text me back blah 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 or do you think it's more likely that he was 110% focused on his goal of becoming an international gold medal athlete I suspect, in fact, I know that it was the latter. And what does that mean? Well, it it means that he had something in his life that was more important than women, that was more important than his his dating life. And I don't know a great deal about his dating history, um, but, you know, prior to his uh, Olympic wins, but, uh, or or marathon wins and so on. But, um, you know, I would imagine that he was pretty disciplined. I would imagine that he and people like him tend to forego um, dating because they have something more important that they're working on. And that's really where you need to be getting with your mindset. Now, I'm not saying you have to become a monk. I'm not saying you have to stop dating and, you know, lock yourself away and put on a chastity whatever and all that. It's not like that exactly. But what I am saying is that you need to have something else in your life that is significant enough that it's going to take your mind off this sort of romantic nonsense, really, which isn't going to make you happy. Because look, here's the thing, right? When you are reaching out to that girl, when you're needy for that girl, it's not really about that girl. I mean, 
it, okay, it kind of is. Say she's really beautiful and you're like, oh my God, she's so amazing. She's so wonderful. I've never met anyone like that before. Fine. It is to some extent about that girl, but it's not. What it's really about is it's about you. It's about giving your life some meaning because the way that you're subconsciously looking at it is if only I could get with this girl or if only I can stay with this girl, if only I could, me and this girl can become married and we can have this amazing thing together, that's going to give my life meaning. That's going to, you know, we're all searching for meaning in life, but we're also, we also want our own lives to have meaning. We want our own existence to have meaning. And there is a feeling within us that if we just bond with this special person who seems to us to have almost supernatural qualities because they're so amazing, that will in itself imbue our lives with meaning. And the reality is it doesn't because for a start, you don't know how long you're going to be with her for anyway. What if the relationship goes wrong? What if she cheats on you? What if you split up for some other reason? You know, you can't um, legislate against those things happening but also more importantly you don't become self-actualized through another person you have to do it yourself you have to have your own mission you have to have your own purpose in life you can't just say well my purpose in life was getting together with this person and I have and so there you go everything's awesome that's a a component for many people that's that's fine Um, but you know, that's not really going to get you where you want to be. It's not going to give you that inner sense of fulfillment and that inner sense of meaning that you're actually really searching for. And it really comes back to what I bang on about in pretty much every every podcast and every video and everything that I've ever done, really. And, and, and this all, by the way, goes back to David Dader in The Way of the Superior Man, where he talks about the necessity of having a mission. You know, you need to have a mission. You need to have something, some overarching project which is more important to you than the the petty vicissitudes of dating and texting and does she like me, does she not like me, blah, blah, blah. All of those things, yes, they are incredibly important. Our relationships with other people are, are, are central to our lives, I agree. However, you need to find something that's more important than that. You need to find a purpose. And that purpose could be anything it could be one of many things it could be becoming a a professional athlete it could be building a business it could be becoming an artist it could be becoming a a composer it could be becoming a writer um it could be opening the first donut store in azerbaijan i don't know i mean it it needs to be something that comes from within you and it needs to be very central to your to your core and that needs to be where the main focus of your energy goes and then guess what people are going to be drawn to that but what you don't want to be doing is getting into these little mental mazes with girls where you're you're getting needy and you're trying to keep tabs on them the whole time and that behavior is communicating itself to her because as i said it's not going to do you any favors and more importantly it's doing you a disservice for your life okay so what do you do about this how do you get out of this how do you start to find that purpose well there's something i've been thinking about recently um quite a lot which is and and actually this comes about partly through reading young so i'm reading some carl young at the moment um i'm also going through joseph campbell's uh the hero with a thousand faces again and i've been thinking a lot about 
because of story structure, really, because I'm, I'm doing some study of story structure and things at the moment for my uh, fiction projects. And um, I've been thinking a lot about the hero's journey. And there's always an element in, there's always a part in the hero's journey. And you'll see this in many, many like films and, and books and stories, fairy tales, folklore, all of that. There is often a part in the hero's journey where the hero goes into the cave. Um, and you think of, think of like the middle of a film. Think of the, the, the hero has, has penetrated some kind of magical world. And once inside the magical world, he then goes further in. He goes into the inner sanctum. He goes into the, the netherworld, the underworld, the darkest regions of the soul. Because that's really what all this is about. That's what it is symbolically. And... I was thinking, I've been thinking recently while I've been sort of reading this stuff and also examining my own life and thinking about my own life and some experiences I've had recently, it seems to me that all of us as men, but as women as well, need to go into the cave at some point. We need to take ourselves away and we need to confront ourselves and we need to find out what really makes us tick. Now, I'm aware that that probably sounds a little bit woo-woo, um, but it can be very simple. And I've advocated this before. It can be as simple as just taking yourself away for a day, taking yourself away for a weekend, going and staying somewhere that you've never been before, or going and staying somewhere that maybe um, is somewhere that you, you live when you were a child, or, or, or just going to a different location on your own and just spending some time with yourself and getting to know yourself. And you need to start to do this. You need to get into the habit of doing this and you need to be thinking the purpose of this. And you don't need to direct your thinking too strictly, but the, the intention here is that you realize, or you come to the realization of what it is you are about. You spend that time on your own, you go into the cave, you go into your own cave, your subconscious, the darkest, deepest part of your subconscious, and you work out what exactly it is that you're really about. And that is the way that you move forward. Um, I think it's really, really important. I think it's necessary. And, you know, for me, I spent a lot of time doing this back in 2015, 2016, and it became apparent that I, I wasn't happy with the work that I was doing. I wasn't happy with where I was living. I wasn't happy with certain relationships that, that uh, I was in or people that surrounded me. And it became necessary for me to, to make a change. And it became necessary for me to uh, adopt new habits. And what happens as a result of that is that you, you see a way forward. You see the path. You see the path back, the path of redemption. You see the path back. And when you've got that, then you, you've got a way forward and you have a purpose. And guess what? When you have a purpose, you find that you are less needy because you're busy, because you've got things to do, because you're on this planet for a reason. And remember what I said before, the fact that you are needy for this girl, the fact that you are trying to text her the whole time, the fact that you're trying to you know, blow up her phone, is because ultimately you're searching for meaning. But if you had that meaning from somewhere else, then you wouldn't be trying to transfer it onto her. And that's the really important thing. So I can get into this in more practical detail in later episodes, in videos and things. Interested to hear what guys think, so do leave me a comment, drop me a, a message or whatever. But fundamentally, I think it's really, really important that you spend that time getting to know yourself. 
and I'm not saying go away for six months or go to a silent meditation retreat or something like that, unless you want to, of course. Um, it, it can be relatively quick, or it could be something that you do over the course of a couple of a couple of days or a few weekends or something. But just take yourself away. Take some time to work out what it is that you want, what it is that you want to do in your life, what is the purpose of your life. And then when you've decided that, move in that direction. Start to put plans in place. Start to create some goals. Start to work towards those goals. And what you're going to find is that because this is something that comes from deep inside of you and this is your, this is your purpose, then it's going to reduce that neediness and it's going to really help you out in terms of your personal life as well. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got some value from that. Uh, do let me know. Drop me a link in the comment below. Do hit subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notifications button. Sign up for my daily email and do get Renegade Dating Blueprint, my collection of 10 books on dating, sexual marketplace, seduction, etc. for just $39. Link below and I will see you again very soon. Bye-bye.